0: All right, so we got double boner bonus extras for that A centities today. Um, we've got about 15 minutes left over from episode 57, and then we've got a bunch more questions and answers from episode 58. So enjoy. All right, next up, we've got the homie Squatch Matrix, a.k.a. Matthew Amore, at Squatch Matrix, asked me, how about you get a real job hippie? Uh, Exclamation point. That's not even a question. That's That's a horrible accusation. First of all, we know who has the realest jobs here. We know exactly who has the realest jobs here, my friend, and we know who choked who out at Go Scout Training Camp. So, pff, please. Squatch Matrix can't say shit to me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the original camp champ. My favorite people in the world. Uh, But, my friend, you need to get a real job. You, my friend, need to get a fucking real job. Um, And he's going to get married this year, right? Shout out to getting married. Um. Um, let's see, at I draw stuff on MS Paint, <laughs> are you a real human being? Mm, I don't know. I don't have any way of knowing that. Um definitely definitely uh, suspicious of uh, alien interference in my DNA, uh, possible extraterrestrial origins, um, you know, Really, I have no way to answer that. I couldn't, I could not tell you. Um, at you are underscore favorite underscore guy, uh, favorite album slash film of all time slash 2018. Hmm, favorite out. Al- well, jeez, man, these favorite questions. Favorite album of all time. I mean, if I had to just pick one, you know, that changed everything for me, probably Wu-Tang Enter the 36 Chambers. I mean, the first time I heard that, it just blew my fucking head off. Um, and uh it just changed everything for me. Um and favorite film of all time? um jeez that's hard to say i mean apocalypse now is definitely one of them it's one of the movies i can throw on anytime i love to watch the redux the four hour version um something about like the just like the martin sheen narration and like oh it's just so good and it's so satisfying. Uh, Chinatown, you know, like that. I can just watch it anytime. Like, it's so fucking good. Um, I love 2001, A Space Odyssey. Um, uh, it's so hard to say. I mean, I love El Topo and The Holy Mountain, uh, from Jodorowsky. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. I don't really have a favorite, but those are definitely some of them. Werner Herzog is one of my favorite directors. Um, you know, all of his almost all of his movies are super amazing. Uh Fitzcarraldo is one of my favorite movies and then the The Burden of Dreams, um the documentary made about the making of Fitzcarraldo, one of my absolute favorite movies. Um yeah, I don't know. But though the you know, the that definitely some of them. And then of 2018, pfft, damn, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what came out this year. Like <laughs> when you have kids, like, I don't know. We just don't. We just saw into the spider verse. Everybody's raving about that. That was really fucking cool. Um uh I don't know. I don't know. I don't really even know what's come out this year. I'm not that current. Um, I'll have to get back to you on that. Um, on the, on the current 2018 sheist, um, let's see, Zamzami, Zamzami asked, what do you think about doodle art, sir? Uh, I love doodle art. Um, I love doing doodle art. I think, uh, you know, obviously, uh, shout out to the homie Dalton Doodles, aka Velvet Dojo. Um, a.k.a. Dalton Stark, uh, 2018 Go Scout and resident and workshop alumni. Um, I think of him because he's doodling all the fucking time. Um, I love doodle stuff. Uh, You know, I definitely don't do enough of it just because my time is so full of stuff that whenever I do get time to draw, it's just time to work on my work, but... You know I would love to be able to I love doing like the drawteria just freestyle drawings, wackiness, just seeing what comes out, not really planning it out. I think that's super fun um obviously, I'll just like doodle off to the side and in my sketchbook and stuff when I'm working on drawings and and uh, yeah, but I think the greatest way to just come up with you know ideas and find your voice as an artist. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just have, you know, I mean, it's like, it's like we were saying with the, with the, you know, do you get artist block or some people go, do you ever run out of ideas? I'm like, dude, I have so many fucking sketchbooks full of ideas that I'll never even have a chance to get to. So no, I mean, I think if you're running out of ideas, you know, you're just not working enough, you're being lazy, um, you know, or you're just not a creative oriented person or something, you know, but I think doodling is the way to unlock that. I think you just, you just, you just let it out. You get, you, you know, you get comfortable with it. You you get to that level where it's just coming out of the subconscious and, uh, that's super fun. Um, yeah, I love doodle art. Um, let's see at Bruno does it. Uh asked which is worse, seedy or stemmy weed. Um there's probably a, like a chemical answer to that. Um but uh I don't know I don't know which one affects the weed more, but like I don't know, stem I guess it, the stem's probably way more. So if you're if you're getting super stemmy weed, um you know, that's probably not the greatest. But then I guess if it's packed with seeds either, that's not great either, right? Then it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Neither one, really. You want you don't want stemmy or seedy weed. Uh, but at least if you have seeds, you could grow some more. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it, I think if it's filled with seeds, it affects the weed too, right? The quality? I don't know. I don't know anything about growing weed yet. i got to learn, though, for this coming year. Cause it's legal in Vermont. It's it's legal, but I still just get it the same old way. I always got it. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I guess I would probably prefer stemmy over seedy, cause then you have to pick it all out. Or maybe you fucking you ever been back in the day when we used to smoke swag? You're smoking a bowl and it pops, cause there's a seed in there. pop, You can taste it and it's disgusting then all your semen die um all right at william solari asks what was your ad- what was your adventure time when you were young hmm that's a good question um let's sip on this coffee what was my adventure time when i was young um i mean my favorite shows probably like you know, uh, probably the old Disney cartoons um, would have been My Adventure Time because they're such a rich world to them. They're so creative. They're so clever. I mean, you know, pretty much Looney Tunes as well. Um, they're so creative. The creativity in those shows definitely made a huge imprint on me. I don't think they make stuff like that anymore. Super creative, funny you know, shorts, visual gags, great characters, great backgrounds. Like, like every, everything is a piece of art. Like the storyboards, the backgrounds, the character designs, everything is artistic and super creative in those. Um, and, uh, and, and, but yeah, shows like, like, I love GI Joe. Just, I don't know, just cause, um, but you know that's not a creative show at all. That was that was more about the toys and and creativity and playing, you know, imagination and and watching the show and then just imagining shit. I'd take all my GI Joes out in the bushes, and set them up with rock forts, and they'd have the fucking grappling hooks up in the tree branches and swinging around in the bushes and and uh, all that. That was you know that that's really where the creativity and the imagination was for that. Um, But there were so many cartoons. That was the 80s explosion. I was born in 1980, so it was like the 80s explosion. I would say, actually, I would say, if anything, um, I'd say probably the original Star Wars trilogy was probably, for me, Adventure Time. Like, I would just watch that over and over again. I mean, I watched the trilogy hundreds of times and you know just the mythology of it and the universe of it i mean that's probably the closest parallel um you know to adventure time you know uh uh and and an expanding universe and 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 all that stuff so um yeah probably that probably that um I don't know if you, I don't know if the mic's picking it up, but the <laughs> kids like running around down there. Um, and then the same dude or person, William Solari, asks, "Will you, Will Jones fail another drug test?" Oh, it's a UFC question. Will John Jones fail another drug test? Well, we just found out that he did pop again yesterday for a minuscule amount of uh, oral Taranaball. T B we gotta get on that Ball, baby. Um, but uh they're letting him fight. Uh they're saying it's residual from before and it's the if you if you cut a piece of salt into fifty thousand pieces or five hundred thousand pieces that's the amount like it was like ten pieces of that that was in his system so they're gonna uh let it let him fight but they are moving the fight from Nevada because they won't sanction him now to fight there after this to california so um that is hilarious that you asked that before we knew that uh technically he did, but they're gonna let him fight anyway. Um oh another one, another UZ <laughs> question from William Solari. Will old age catch up with cyborg? Uh that's a good question. I'm not sure how old cyborg, she's talking about Chris Cyborg now. Um, you know, John Jones, this this coming Saturday night, um two of the greatest uh martial artists to ever live will be fighting, not each other, but separately. Uh the two main the main and co main event Um, John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson, um, and then Chris Cyborg versus Amanda Nunez. And uh, so Chris Cyborg is considered the greatest female fighter of all time. John Jones is considered the greatest male fighter of all time uh, by a lot of mainstream. So um, Chris Cyborg, will age catch up with her? I'm not sure exactly how old she is. I do think Amanda, if anybody can beat her, Amanda Nunes can beat her. I think it's going to be an amazing fight. I cannot fucking wait to watch. I love that UFC... Is like the only sport that you watch where it's like you know women headline. Women are the main, are are some of the biggest draws in the sport. They fight in the same like I'm. You're watching an event and it's like men fighting and then it's women fighting and then it's men fighting and you know this this co main of this, this co main event could easily be the main event if it wasn't John Jones fighting. This would be the main event. Um, you know Amanda Nunes and Chris Cyborg have both been main events of pay per views. Um, so, uh, yeah, these are two, these are two of the greatest martial arts fights, you know, who knows how the actual fights will play out, but these matchups are two of the greatest matchups of all time. So that's very exciting. Um, I mean, aside from DC fighting John Jones, uh, you know, uh, you know, Alexander Gustafson is you know, has given uh, John Jones the fight of his life. So that's the you know, outside of the DC John Jones matchup, this is pretty much the next best matchup. And you know, I guess you could say Gustafson fought him better. Um, you know, Gustafson brought him to almost a tie. You know, so it was it was a it was a close decision when they fought. So um, you know, if you like martial arts or if you you know if you if you're into fighting and stuff, tune in on Saturday because it's not to be missed. I think. Let's see, um, let's see, uh, at Eli Hepcat, uh, said, is it possible to stop plate tectonics? I fucking don't know, uh, if humans are alive long enough, maybe, um, if you add fucking, uh, some kind of mental superpowers, um, definitely, um, the aliens who live in the hollow earth in the center of the earth, they probably like, maybe they have control over the tectonic plates. Like I figure that would be like, you know, maybe they're kind of manipulating it somehow. Um, the entities inside of hollow earth. If you go down in the ocean, there are secret caves. There are secret entrances in the ocean at the bottomest part of the ocean that humans can't get to. Cause we'll be crushed. We've never been there okay at the secretly hidden around the bottomest parts of the ocean there are secret caverns that lead into hollow earth and you come in and there's definitely civilizations in there there's like surface hollow earth civilizations but then there's like the deep 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 core where like the most ancient of the aliens that have like created this planet probably like a cocoon around them you know Like the little, like the entity that that was floating in in infinite space and started to build this shell around it that has just become, that is layered and layered and layered and layered up and become the earth. And all this organic matter is just living and dying in a cycle and and expanding it, right? I mean, the earth, is it always getting a little bit, the diameter is always expanding a little bit because of... uh, you know the 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 soil and the trees and everything decomposing right is it just layering up deeper and deeper right because you can go down in the layers and you're going back in time right so we're getting bigger and bigger and bigger all the time it's getting bigger all the time and so that means the earth used to be fucking a tiny little peanut um so yeah, i don't know probably um at der Daru Dad Design at D A R R U D A D E S I G N uh asks how are the first 30 minutes how are your first 30 minutes a day what do you do um my first 30 minutes well I basically just it's pretty low key really. We get up like, you know, that we get up and wake the kids up at 6. Um sometimes Juniper's already awake and and climbing around on the bed um with us uh although she just she's now she's climbing completely out of her crib and we had to bring her downstairs cuz we have like a ladder that we we sleep in this little like tower loft. And it has a ladder that we get up and down and, you know, we don't want her to climb out of her crib in the night or if she's up here sleeping alone and fall out of the fall down the ladder thing. So um, now she's downstairs as of yesterday. Yet another crazy thing that's happening in my life all at once. Um, uh, What were we fucking talking about Um, Oh, the first 30 minutes of the day. So yeah, it's basically just like getting up, getting the coffee on, waking Wolfie up. Um, I used to get Wolfie ready. Um, I used to have to get him out at 645. Now that Athena quit her job, she's doing that. Um, Now that she's out of job jail, she took that over. Um, I basically chill with Junie for the first 30 minutes of the day. Um, Now I change her diaper. I get her breakfast. I get her dressed and I get coffee going and kind of check my messages. <clears throat> basically, um, and uh, Athena is like simultaneously like getting Wolfie ready and out the door because he has to leave at six forty-five to go up the hill to catch the bus. Um, so that's basically what it's like. Um, now during training camp, it's more exciting because I wake up and I go up and wake everybody up and do uh the workout you know, for the first uh, 30 minutes of the day. And that is much more exciting and much more fun. Um, So I would definitely choose to do it that way. I guess I could uh, wake up even earlier and work out before my kids got up. I was actually thinking the other day about getting up earlier again. Sometimes I'll go through phases where I get up at 5am to get a jump on the day. I was even thinking, man, what if I try to get up at 4am, but then it just makes you tired so early in the night. So because I'm really all about getting, I'm not about sacrificing sleep. I know a lot of motivated people pride themselves on sleeping like six hours a night or whatever or four hours a night. But uh, for me, I really value the time that I let my brain rest and compute. I think a lot of like breakthroughs happen. I think they've even proved this scientifically or whatever. <laughs> you could just say that about anything. But I think there's like, uh, there is... A sort of um, some kind of experiment, some kind of scientific underground experiments that have been done uh, saying that, you know, and this is why I like to nap in the middle of the day too. It's like if you let your brain fully reset and recover, like the things that you've been trying to learn and accomplish the day before will be kind of set in your mind. Like your mind will clear itself of all the clutter and it will go over the things that you did during the day. I think, did I even hear, (laughs) this is another cliche. I think I heard a radio lab podcast about this, but I seriously think I did hear some kind of podcast about this, about how they even looked into someone's brain and like they were playing something on the guitar and like doing this pattern. It was making this pattern in their mind of like learning. And then at night they were monitoring their brain and it was going through the same pattern, like hyper fast at night. And then the next day they had really learned what they were trying to learn the day before on the guitar. It's that same theory of like it's counterintuitive, but if you study and then get a good night's sleep, you're going to do better on the test than if you stay up all night cramming and then try to take the test because that information is just going to go through your mind like a sieve. It's not never going to have a chance to really process it. So I'm like a huge proponent of getting like eight hours of sleep at night, like a good eight hours. Um, and I know it's not always possible. It definitely doesn't always happen for me. If I've drank too much caffeine, it fucks with that. If I've drank too much alcohol, it fucks with that. Um, and uh, if my kids, you know, <laughs> wake up, it fucks with that. Um, uh, so, you know, the, a, a menagerie of things that can mess with your sleep. But I try my best to really get eight hours. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's something to think about, though. But I have been thinking about it. I might actually start to get up earlier. I'm I've been really thinking about starting to get up at like four or five. Um so I I might I might do that, especially since we won't have Ghost Scout training camp this year to do. Um I don't know. I guess that wouldn't really matter anyway. Um let's see. Oh, we're getting long in the tooth here. Good, we're creating some more extras. Um all right, let's see. And I gotta take a raging ass piss. Is the Beehive Boy comic debut? Oh, uh, at Common Dot Shaman. Uh, is the Beehive Boy comic debuting in 2019? I hope so. Um, my plan, you know, I'm always a planner. I'm always making plans. Like I said, my plan is basically um, to make enough money. Uh, oh my god! In the in this winter time, um, because I have all this work lined up. Um, hopefully, the plan is to make it. Oh my god! I'm gonna Bart. I'm going to (laughs) Bart, um, hopefully the plan is to be able to save enough of this money, um, to not have to work in the spring, summer, and possibly even the fall and basically, uh, work on the Beehive Boy, um, in my, in the evening time, um, you know, maybe like four nights a week, uh, and, 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 and make some progress that way, which I think if, if I was able to get that much time in on it i think i could definitely get this first part of it figured out and finished because you know like i said i mean i've got maybe like 15 ish pages penciled out planned out and then i've got you know maybe a like a third of those inked or a half of those inked um you know it's kind of working on it in a funny way um you know kind of all at once so it's kind of in different you know this one one section of it is just in different stages of development um, so, uh, yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but that is, I, I am planning for it. So that would mean maybe a, maybe a, a, a winter debut, um, you know, of it, um, for the holiday season would be really cool to get a book that people could buy. I would love that. Um, let's see, what else do we got? If We have more questions here. Uh, hold on. We got to pause this. I'm about to piss my pants. I'm going to come right back. We got to pause this. Holy shit. Uh, so let's see. At Inguna, uh, at I-N-G-U-U-U-N-A asks, how often do you decline illustration work and how do you know when it is something you should take on? Uh, well, how do you know it's something you should take on if you open up the email or whatever, and you're like super fucking hyped about the description of the job, you definitely take it. Um, uh, that's generally my criteria. Then of course it comes down to. Does the scheduling work? You know, the first thing I ask a client is what's the budget and what's the time frame? So um, if all of those things are on point, uh, then, you know, we put the job in the schedule and get it going. Um, and uh, the the main reason I do decline a lot of illustration work uh, these days, the last handful of years, um, mostly because I'm just really busy. Um, with work, like, uh, people will come to me and I just don't have room in my schedule or people will come to me and they don't have the budget. Um, you know, that, uh, those two things happen quite a bit. Um, because people are always just hitting me up, you know, Hey, can you do my album cover for a hundred bucks? I would love to, but I can't, you know, saying saying? I got a, I got a family to support now and I've got too much time into the game to, uh, you know, uh, be, be doing cheap jobs still. Um, but uh, you know, if you got at me ten years ago, you would have got that album cover, homie, but uh yeah, mostly that um and uh yeah, but as far as you know the work you want to take if it's if you have time to do the work and you 're super pumped about it, um you should do it because that 's going to yield the best results that 's going to make work that you know is going to be you're going to be super inspired you know like like me working on uh this show for Penn and Duncan and Jesse this week like I'm s- I'm so extra pumped like I was excited to work on SpongeBob and actually for there I was working with my friend Sue so I was really excited to you know work with her on that but I'm even closer with Jesse and Penn. Um and you know, to know that I'm sending in the work for their show um just makes me so fucking pumped and it makes me just brings out the best in me. You know, you're like, oh I'm gonna kill this because I'm so psyched. I want them to laugh at it, I want them to be amazed by what I give them, you know, I want it to knock their socks off, so I'm going hard um, I'm getting fucking hard for those jobs. You want jobs that basically make you hard. If you, if your titties and your dick and your balls get rock fucking hard, when you think about doing that job, then that's the job for you. It's gotta be juicy. It's gotta be dripping. It's gotta be chewy. It's gotta be gummy. Um, you know, if, if, if it's like a job where you're like, eh, I guess I could do that. Or like, uh, you know, if you wouldn't do the job for free, don't take it. You know, that's, that's my, uh, that's basically my shit. Um, if you if you wouldn't just do that job for fun, then don't take it. Um, but you know, and uh, if you can get paid to do stuff for fun, that's how you make a living at it. You know, there's a lot of people out there that have like some weird hang up about making, they feel like it's like, this is, I think this is some bullshit society brainwashing. The fact that there are, people out there who are creative people who are artists who have some kind of aspiration like some kind of goal and dream like man it'd be really cool if I could have a career as an artist or maybe they're even trying to have a career as an artist but they feel weird about getting paid to do their work they feel weird about going out and getting their worth that is I I, I do not understand that at all Um, you know, if you're doing something for a hobby, that's great. You know, that's a hobby. Then you don't need to think about it. But if you're trying to make a living at your work, there's nothing better than it. Uh, To me, it's the opposite. It's like, why would I want to fucking go get paid to do something that was meaningless to me? Wouldn't I want to do what I loved and do really well and get paid for it? That is like ding, 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 ding. That's all winning. That's like, that's exactly how it should be. So to sit there and go oh, I feel like because I like doing this and, you know, because it's art, like I feel weird asking for money for it. I feel like I shouldn't necessarily get paid for it. It's like, dude, no, that's what you should be getting paid for, okay? You need to shake that off because that's going to hold you back. I know so many people, rappers, visual artists, that that holds them back. They're like, I don't know if I want to make money at it. I don't know. You're like, dude, do you want to do it all the time? Because unless you're fucking independently wealthy, unless you're rich, which I'm certainly not and never going to be, you're never going to be able to do that thing as much as you want to do. Like I get to draw all the fucking time because I get paid to do it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to do it. And then I wouldn't be as good at it because I wouldn't be doing it all the time. So it's like if you love doing this thing, of course, you should super want to get paid for it and you should want to get paid your worth. So that you can really do the work you want to do, right? It's hard to do the work you want to do if you're not getting, if you're not getting paid your worth, and you can't make a living at it. Then you're gonna to have to take jobs that you're, you know, you're gonna have to work another job, or you're gonna to have to take better pay. You have to at least gonna consider uh, other jobs because of how they pay. You know what I'm saying? So fuck all that. Um, go out there and get what you're worth. Ask for what you're worth. Um and you know how do you figure out what you're worth? Well, you start at the bottom, and you build your way up. And you know, you, you know, you start. You know, if you if you've never made money doing work before, you're gonna start for a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, and you're gonna build your way up. Every year, your work's gonna get better, and you are going to people are gonna start to come to you with more money. So that will help you gauge it. But you'll also go like, like for me, it was like you know, okay, I want to spend a little bit more time on this drawing to make it better. I'm getting better at drawing um, and I'm putting more into it. So now I know that I should be charging more, you know what I'm saying? But if you start out and you're banging out a drawing in a day and you're making a hundred bucks at it, that's a great start. You know what I'm saying? That's an awesome start. And even if you do some work for free from your friends in the beginning to, to beef up your portfolio, to get some stuff up on the internet, that's worth it too. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see what the next question is here. Uh, same person at Inguna. Um, also love your work and especially the podcast. Always listening to it while drawing pumps me up so much. Nice. Shout out to your you, Inguna. I hope everybody is working while they listen to this podcast. Because uh I would be working if I wasn't, I would be not not working, but I hope everybody's drawing when they listen to this podcast. Because if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would be drawing. Um, at M Botanical. Shout out Erica Melhus. So that's at E M B O T A N I C A L. At M Botanical asks, so how do you balance parenting and your creative process? I can elaborate if needed. Um, no, I know what you're saying, homie. Um, parenting and the creative process is definitely my biggest struggle. And actually, because that is such a juicy fucking question. And Erica is the homie, and we've been trying to do a podcast together. I think we need to actually get her on the podcast to go in a deep dive into this because we were talking further about this. And uh, I think there's some really good shit here that um, that parents... Uh, trying to do the creative thing will appreciate. So, we're going to get Erica on the pod soon and chew up that question. Uh let's keep it on moving to the next one. Uh at Mike DLS 412. Yo, I'm in the middle of my first big project. How do you keep from procrastinating? um schedules schedules, my man um schedules routines like I just get up and start working um that's, you know I mean, I might procrastinate a little bit if you'd call it that, like I'll fucking check my email and you know I might check some Facebook and some Instagram, but like how long can you really spend doing that? I mean that might be like a half of an hour um and then just get that coffee going, you know, get that fucking whatever gets you hyped, get that music pump in and just get your butt in the seat and do it. You know, um, to me, uh, that's, I smoke weed and that narrows my focus down. Like I, I, like if I smoke weed, all I want to do is fucking draw. That's probably another part of my super workaholicness is like, it's when I started doing, you know, becoming a super workaholic, I also started smoking weed like every day. So I think for me, it's like, it's, it's programmed. I programmed myself you know, with these, with these habits and routines and rituals to be productive, to get after it. So, you know, just do the same thing. You know, to me, it's like, if I like, if I am drinking coffee in the morning, I get up, I get the coffee going and I'm smoking some weed again, nothing can stop me from doing my work. You know, like all I want to do, like Athena will start talking to me. My kids will start doing some shit. I'm just like, guys, I, I'm on. I, I'm. On, I'm. I'm at the office right now. I gotta work. Boom. I'm gone. You know, it's like I'm just getting to work. You know. Um. So really, it's to just not be distracted, right? Like, you know, it, to me, it's like I have to go to a place where I can focus. Um. I can't focus if my family's running around in the room with me. Um. I can't focus if I'm in the studio. Really. Like when I was at cartoon Network, I didn't work in the studio, so it's like. I think it's a combination of like being in the right environment with the right situation. And again, you know, if you want to get crazy like me about it, you've got a good night's sleep, you're hydrated, you've taken vitamins, you've uh, eaten some nutritious food, you know, you know, you didn't just eat a bunch of fucking mashed potatoes and pasta and crackers and you're going to crash, you know, Um, you know, you know, you're not, you're not drinking so much coffee that you're dehydrating yourself and you 're crashing mentally and creatively um if i 'm tired i 'm not creative um you know i i 'm best when i 'm fresh um i 'm best at six a m when I get up and or actually seven a m because you know I have that we have we have our kind of family shit going on in the morning, so you know i don 't get to do it first thing in the morning, but you know now seven a m you know my pencil's going at seven a m um, and I'm going to, you know, uh, do that every day. And so, you know, smoking weed, um, getting in the right space, getting in the right physical space, getting in the right head space, um, and, uh, you know, minimizing distractions. Um, if you, are checking your phone, get the apps off your phone if you are getting in your laptop uh you know unplug your internet if you need your internet um you know I don't know fuck man, like you gotta have some discipline, you gotta have some willpower if you have trouble with procrastination, you need to change your habits I mean that means that you are not serious about what you're doing uh that's amateur that's that's hobby level shit <clears throat> you know if you if you if you want to get creative whenever you feel like it, that's a hobby that's great. If you want to do it as a job, you got to turn it on every fucking day at the same time and get busy. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to be productive. That doesn't mean you're going to have a great idea. I spent a lot of time spinning my wheels. Um, I spent a lot of my time looking for that inspiration. Um, But again, I know that as long as I'm there at the desk, um, that I'm going to get it. Just like when you're sleeping and you're processing and you're getting there, you know, if you're at your desk and you're working, even if you're not on, even if you're not in that zone, you're working to get there. You're going to get there. If you're really in a funk, you know, get up, go for a run, do something that's going to blow out the pipes. You know what I'm saying? Go fucking finger yourself, go fucking jerk off, go fucking feel your feel up your titties. Um you know, finger your butthole, take a shit, um, you know, drink a drink a bunch of water, drink a smoothie, you know, go for a run, do some push ups, um, do some jumping jacks, do two sets of 50 jumping jacks. That'll fucking clear out the pipes. You know what I'm saying? That'll clear out the pipes. You'd be the fucking Pied Piper up in there. Um,. You know, get hyped, man. Put on this podcast. Do something that you know will get you jacked. To me, it's smoking weed and throwing on some fucking, right now, throwing on some czar face. Are you kidding me? And some of the other questions, I think last time someone asked me about what was my favorite album of 2018 or whatever, or 2017 or album of the year. Um, Yo, this new czar face with Doom is banging. If you haven't heard it yet, czar face meets metal face. Um, I've been listening to that uh, every day, and it's been juicing me up. Um, you know, uh, and, and the other Zarface albums too are pure fire. Um, so, you know, there, hopefully you know yourself well enough to have a recipe for success. Like I have a recipe for success that almost never fails. Um, and you know, if, if, if I'm alone and I'm smoking weed and I'm drinking coffee and I'm blasting those hip hop beats, ain't nothing going to stop me, boy. You got to fucking, I swear to God, I'm, I'm that, that, then I'm getting rabies. Like I might as well have been bit by a fucking rabid raccoon, a rabid raccoon, probably fucking it's it's like a rabbit raccoon just chewed off my dick like I have rabies and I have no dick and there's nothing stopping me I have nothing to lose now because a fucking rabbit raccoon just chewed my fucking dick off there's nothing fucking stopping me from doing this work you know that you can stand there call the police they're gonna follow me through the woods they're gonna start shooting me in the fucking face but I'm gonna keep burrowing into this project you know when I was a kid when I was a teenager, I, I don't know if did I tell the pod, did I tell the story about the rabid uh, raccoon on the podcast? Maybe not. I don't know. I should tell that one sometime. I won't do it right now, but that's what I'm referencing when I'm talking about this uh, rabid business. <sighs> rabid animals are fucking weird. They're drunk. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, you just gotta you quit making excuses, man. You know, procrastination usually just comes down to unless you're stuck in a really bad situation um, that you can't get out of, like, you know, if you're in jail and it's not your shit and you can't focus there, you're probably fucked. But um, if you have mobility and you can get around and and and, and set up a good situation for yourself, um, then, you know, then it's all up to you, man. Don't be lazy. You got to look yourself in the mirror um, and and be responsible for that shit. Be accountable for that shit. If you really want to do this, You know, uh, someone told me that people end up doing what they really want to do. And I think there's some truth to that. You know, I don't think a saying or an axiom or whatever the fuck it's called, a cliche maybe applies to everything. But uh, I think there's some truth in that. I think that, you know, everybody does a lot of talking Um you know, and, and I'm fucking, I do a lot of talking too, but I do it. I back it up. You know, I'm always working. And, you know, if I'm talking about something and not working on it, it's because I'm working on something else. And, and that's the priority, you know? So, you know, you got it. There's no excuse, you know? Um, you know, you got to get after it. You got to get out there and, and, uh, you know, you got to go, if I don't make myself do this, it's not going to get done. And can I live with this not being done? Um, you know, I can't live with, uh, like, I, if I don't do work, if I'm slacking, there's a voice that comes in on in, in my head. That's like, what the fuck are you doing? You lazy piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if i if it's time to chill, I'm good, I'm chilling. But if I'm supposed to be doing something and I'm not doing it, which is almost never, um, it's like you fucking lazy piece of shit. You know, I, I, I'm looking on Facebook for 10 more minutes. The brain is like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you trying to sit here and get a job working on Facebook? Are you trying to get a fucking job doing this dream illustration that's on your desk, you know? Um, or if you're having trouble getting started on a project, like, is it a project you want to be working on? Um, that could be another part of it, right? If you keep procrastinating, I guess a good question to ask yourself is like, does this project suck? Is that why I don't want to do it? And then be like, fuck man, I shouldn't be doing this project. So like, you know, that's, that's maybe another way to look at it, you know? But, uh, yeah, you just got to fucking tuck your nuts in. You got to tuck your fucking nuts in to your dick hole. You got to tuck them titties into each other. You got to tuck them titties into your nipple holes. Um... You got to tuck your dick into your butthole. You got to get to it. You know, can you fit your dick and your balls all in your butthole? Because then you're more streamlined. You know, can you tuck your titties into one another, get a little more streamlined in 2019, slip and slide through this shit? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, now that's what I call some juicy fucking extras for 2019, you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to everybody who uh, sent in questions on the internet and the Instagram. Um, I realized after I finished recording that I actually missed a whole set more of juicy questions so those will be coming up i will answer all the questions that i was asked um, as long as i was able to screen grab it so i got a whole bunch more coming either as more extras Or on the next edition of this motherfucking podcast. Because I am loving this Q&A. It's really fun. I hope everybody's digging it. And I hope all these answers are just giving you more motherfucking questions to ask me. And yes, we are working on getting that uh, listener voicemail set up. So soon you will be hearing your very own voice. On this podcast, asking me questions, because this is the Ghost Ripper Friends podcast, and you are my friends. And uh don't forget there are still three spots left. So the 12-week online group workshop starting this Sunday. Uh, so if you've already signed up, sit tight. Um, we are going to be kicking it off this weekend. It's going to be glorious. Um, look for an email coming in the next couple of days to get that set up. And um, if you have not signed up yet, do not fucking miss out. Because once it gets rolling... Um, you know, we are gonna be leaving you behind. You know, this train is leaving the station whoop whoop and headed straight towards fucking success in 2019. So if you're ready for weekly assignments, weekly vid chats with me, uh group camaraderie, and just really getting super hype and creating a lot of work to kick off the year um and and new friendships new creative friendships uh don't dilly dally mosey on down to ghostroomglobal.com and sign up today and while you're there pick up a shrimp hat pick up a shrimp mug pick up a fucking shrimp and friends podcast hoodie pick up whatever you want because it's all there and yes there is more fresh merch coming very soon so stay tuned Until next week, or until next pod, because it's already this week, until the next podcast, keep it powerful, keep it high morale, and keep it productive, all right? Peace out.